Welcome once again to our program. You're on the voice of the Cape, and in this segment, we take a look at uh, negotiating pathways, and uh, that's usually successful relationships. And uh, just for those person that requested the uh, topic on character, I don't have an electronic copy thereof. I'll try to scan it and then forward to to you uh, that person we did. I'll try to do that, inshallah. Um, make a scan of it and, and send it that way, inshallah. For now, though, we do have our honored and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels with us as usual. And uh, we're so glad that uh, Sheikh is here to once again share with us that wonderful and beautiful advice once again on this lovely Sunday afternoon. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mawlana aslam, kaifa halukum? Alhamdulillah, Sheikh, bi khair. How is Sheikh doing? Alhamdulillah. Sheikh always looking so well. The pity the listeners cannot see in Sheikh's beautiful white attire as usual mm-hmm. and the nur shining once again. Amen. Alhamdulillah. Amen. Allah grant Sheikh long life, inshallah, Amen. to continue to benefit us as, our, as a community, inshallah. Amen. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu salamu ala Sayyidin Mursaneen Wa imamil muttaqeen Sayyidina wa habibina Muhammadin Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rabbi shrah li sadari Wa yassir li amri Wahlun uqdatan min lisani Yafqaw qawli Allahumma ya Allah La takilni ila nafsi tarfata aynin Wala aqalla min thalik Allahumma ja'alni min addu'ati al-mukhlisin Wa min al-hudati al-muhtadin My dear and beloved mothers and fathers and my dear and beloved sisters and brothers, and my dear and beloved honorable youth and children, and beloved listeners of the Voice of a Cape, I greet you with the universal greetings of love and peace and honor and respect and tolerance and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again a great honor and privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your rooms, in your kitchens, in your motor vehicles, or wherever you are, here in Cape Town or in South Africa or anywhere in the world. And may Allah subhanahu grant us, inshallah, that we will reap a full benefit of today's program, inshallah. And allow us to say once again, وَنَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَى اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَنَشْهَدُ أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا وَحَبِيبَنَا مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُ رَسُولُهُ We testify that there's no one worthy of worship except Allah alone. And because of that testimony, inshallah, Allah will grant us a Jannah. And may Allah grant our last words to be in this world, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In fact, my dear ones, make intention whenever you say, La ilaha illallah. And the reason why I'm saying that, make intention, because our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, whatever we do, uh, we, w- we will be judged according to our intentions. And whatever the intention was, Allah will grant it to you. These are the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So make intention when you say, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, ilaha illallah. Make intention, Allah grant that I continuously every day say these words. And also grant me the honor that just before I'm going to close my eyes, that my last words be, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And then we also testify that our beloved Nabi Muhammad is the final and the greatest messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Qa'il, the one that said, Awla al-Nasi biya yawm al-Qiyamah, aktharuhum alayya salatan. The people closest to me and the people first in line to receive the shafa'ah, of Rasulullah, the intercession of Rasulullah to enter the Jannah, the people first in line are those people 
who were the most consistent in putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad <coughs> and, and for today's program and after today, th- that is a key word to be consistent. Those who, the, the people first in line to, re- to receive Rasulullah's uh, uh, shafa'a to enter the Jannah are those Muslims who were the most consistent in putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad <coughs> Now, what was mean? Uh, two weeks ago, I reminded you of a beautiful hadith, and I'm going to, to read it to you again. And inshallah, Allah must grant us the, the attitude of Sayyidina Abu anhu when it comes to the words of Rasulullah in showing um, honor and respect and love and passion for the words of Rasulullah. And, and the attitude of Sayyidina Abu Huraira was he says that even if I've heard a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu a thousand times, then I make as if it is the first time that I listen to the words of Rasulullah. And really, Jamaat Muslim, may Allah grant us that quality. That if we, we look forward, even if we've heard it a thousand times or, the, or two thousand times, we want to hear it again because it came from it came from the from the from the golden lips and tongue of the greatest human being, the most beloved of Allah, our beloved Nabi Muhammad So the hadith says, Man salla alayya salatan min ummati mukhlisan min qalbi Whosoever puts one salah on me, any person from my ummah, uh, for example, just to say, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, mukhlisan min qalbihi, sincerely from the heart. So once again, my dear listeners, I'm first reminding myself, that whenever we, we have the honor to put salawat on Rasulullah, because it is a great honor, and if we are carrying out the words of Allah, then, then do it from your heart. Do it mukhlisan min qalbika, sincerely from the heart. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina. In other words, with feeling. So any person that from my ummah that does it only once, then four things happen. Allah puts ten salawat, ten mercy from Allah on you. And Allah will raise you ten darajat. And Allah will write down for you as if you've done ten good deeds. And Allah will wipe out ten of your sins. Yeah, salam. Now just take it a bit further, dear listeners. If you, if you make the time to put a, hun- a hundred salawat on Rasulullah, then Allah will put a thousand salawat from Allah on you. Allahu Akbar. A thousand. Every day. And Allah will raise you a thousand darajat. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write down for you as if you've done a thousand good deeds. And Allah will wipe out a thousand of your sins. Allah will. A person is really blessed if you are consistent in putting salawat on the Nabi Muhammad My dear listeners, uh, allow me to say that maybe, I'm using the word maybe, maybe our problem is that we don't take Rasulullah so serious. And that is why we're not maybe implementing. Or maybe, I'm using again the word maybe, Maybe we don't have faith. Isn't our really thing to happen? Is Allah going to put a thousand mercy on me and raise me a thousand darajat? And, and if that is the case, then we are in a problem. Allah says in the Quran, the real mu'minun, the real believers are those who believe in Allah and believe in Rasulullah. And after that, they've got no doubt. They've got no doubt in the words of Allah and they've got no doubts in the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And and I, I made an example uh, uh, last week continuously 
because we're still in the month of Muharram and we are still paving the way or deciding and working out how are we going to make sure that this year, 1436, is going to be a much better year for us than the year past or all the years that, that have passed. And I was saying that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said to prove that we, we not, we're not taking Rasulullah serious. The Nabi Muhammad says, Man salla salat al-isha ma'al jama'ah. Whosoever performs the salat al-isha with jama'ah in the masjid, فَكَأَنَّمَا قَامَ النِّصْفَ اللَّيْلِ By Allah, says Rasulullah by Allah, you will get the reward as if you've made salah and ibadah to Allah half, half of the night. وَمَنْ صَلَّ صَلَاةَ الصُّبْحِ مَعَ الْجَمَاعَةِ And whosoever performs the subuh salah with jama'ah, فَكَأَنَّمَا قَامَ اللَّيْلَ كُلَّهُ As if you will get the reward as if you've stood up whole night. You will get the reward by Allah as if you stood whole night. So I was saying, that if there is going to be a company opening here tomorrow in South Africa or in Cape Town and announcing that uh, this company, if you come in uh, 9 o'clock the evening and you come in for 20 minutes to work and you come in the next morning also at 4 o'clock for 20 minutes, you're going to get wages for the whole night and at the end of the month you will get your full wages, 20,000 or 30,000 rand. Wallahi, I swear by Allah, my dear listeners, there won't be space in that company. That, that workplace will be too small. It will be full to capacity. So we're taking the words of this company because we, we're going to see our money here at the end of the month. But we're not taking the words of Rasulullah promising us, promising us that you will get the full reward in the Jannah for making Salatul Isha Ma'al Jama'ah and Salatul Subh Ma'al Jama'ah. And if you go to the Masajid in Cape Town or all over the world, you will see the result. That the same people are coming to Fajr Salah for years, for years, and for years. The very same people. May Allah grant, inshallah, with the barakah of, of this month of Muharram, this holy month, leaving us is the, the 29th today, that we, the, the words that I've just said, it's not going to be only going to be words, but we are going to take Rasulullah more serious. So coming to this hadith and all other hadith, but let us speak to, to, to this hadith again, that if you put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day, and it, it, you can make it very, very easy. Every salah, you don't stand up unless and until you have put 20 salawat on Rasulullah. Only 20. It will take you one minute. One minute or a minute and a half for the most. And after Dhuwr, and after Asr 20, after Maghrib 20, after Isha 20. And then Allah will put a thousand salawat on you. And if along the way, because you are busy, tonight before you go sleep, you don't go sleep, Unless you walk up in your house and you put a hundred salah, five minutes, seven minutes for the most, hundred salawat, my dear listeners, you will be blessed, inshallah. So, so once again, please join me uh, in putting salawat on the Nabi Ali Wasallam three times. And if all of us are saying it together, once again, Cape Town will be blessed with so many mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma salli ala سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي
Alhamdulillah, because if all of us we have read Salawat and the Nabi Muhammad Cape Town is again blessed. This is a beautiful city, Cape Town. Alhamdulillah, and the whole of the Bu land, and wherever people are listening to us and joined us, Alhamdulillah, may Allah grant us to be consistent in putting Salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes, uh, Sheikh, on that note, uh, and I don't think we can go a note any higher than the, what we just went. I mean, salutations of our beloved Prophet Sallallahu And remember, if you do have family in other parts of the world, uh, you can let them audio stream on www.vocfm.co.za. And I'm sure hundreds and thousands, if not million people, probably did that at this time. And how blessed are we not? Alhamdulillah. So we're going for a break. And when we come back, we allow our beloved Sheikh to continue. Once again to our program, you're on the voice of the Cape and our guest, uh, that's our honorable and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels and uh, sharing with us very important uh, advice for our afternoon. Alhamdulillah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. My dear beloved ones, <coughs> we are still negotiating and discussing and working out pathways to a successful marriage and a happy marriage. It is so crucial that a person enjoy every day of your marital life. To be happy, to be content, to be cheerful. How wonderful is it to be cheerful in your marriage? How terrible is it to be miserable in your marriage? Unhappy. So we want to be cheerful, we want to be jolly, we will be, want to be over the moon. Before you got married, you were over the moon. Now why can't you be over the moon when you are married? When you've got the responsibilities, when you've got a family, your responsibility is so big, you must make sure that as a husband, your wife and your children and your grandchildren go to Jannah. That is your responsibility. So here you must create happiness in your homes. So you must be happy, you must be overjoyed, you must be blessed. You must have a blessed marriage. And one of the tools given to you and to me and one of the tools promise for you to be blessed in your marriage is once again we, we just did it is to be consistent in putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad my dear ones you must believe in it 
If Rasulullah says, if you put salawat on Rasulullah, we, we again use 100. You can do 200 also. In fact, I've heard an amazing hadith. I've read it about two years ago. That a person that puts a thousand salawat on the Nabi Muhammad every day, consistently, he won't leave this world unless Allah is going to show you a place in the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. Ya Salam. Imagine putting a thousand salawat on Rasulullah every day. A thousand salawat. Then Allah put 10,000 salawat on you every day. For 10 days, it will be 100,000. You will have millions of mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I, I, I was in Port, Port Elizabeth last week and I had a wonderful time. And at, uh, Port Elizabeth is really uh, the, the friendly city of South Africa. And I had a wonderful time. And, and, and I shared with the people of Port Elizabeth that uh, whilst, whilst I was the president of the MGC, we had a visitor from, from Pakistan, a great scholar, great alim. And I didn't know, I didn't uh, know why I asked him, but, but I, I did ask him. I, I, said, Maulana, I said, Maulana, why, why do you have such a beautiful nur on your face? He says, Sheikh, I'm, 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 I'm going to share with you something. Maybe this is the reason. Every day after every wakt, I put a special salawat, 200 times a special salawat on Rasulullah. After every wakt, 200 times. Allahu Akbar. So it's a thousand for the day. And most probably that is the reason why Allah has given him such a beautiful nur. Allahu Akbar. So uh, once again, uh, uh, husbands and wives and mothers and fathers, in, uh, we are negotiating and discussing and working out how can we bless our marriage? How can we make it successful? How can we make sure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mercy will be on me and my wife and my children? And here is the, it was one of the answers. Putting a lot of salawat on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So imagine that part of our way of our negotiating pathways to a successful marriage is every night before we go sleep, you as a father, you gather your wife and your children, and if there are grandchildren, the grandchildren in the house, everybody in the house, and say that before we go to sleep, and we're going to sleep early because Fajr is early. 10 o'clock, everybody must, at least 10 o'clock. It can be before 10 o'clock also. But before 10 o'clock, 10 to 10, we're going together and we're going to read 10 times Salawatan. We just start with 10. And we, as a family together, we read 10 times, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. In, in whichever way, as we've done it now just before, Allahumma salli Imagine our children, they are two years old and three years old and four years old. They grow up with every night. They bring salawat and the Nabi Muhammad Your home and your family and your marriage will definitely be blessed. I'm repeating myself. Your home, your family, your marriage will definitely be blessed and will be full of barakah and full of nur and full of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant us, my dear listeners, that we're going to carry out, inshallah. Yeah. Every night before we go sleep, we gather our family and we read mm. 10 times salawat on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa My dear listeners and my dear brothers and sisters and husbands and wives, negotiating pathways to a marriage, we go from one salah to another salah to achieve a happy marriage and a successful marriage. I want to remind you of the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad Rasulullah says, and this is a very, very important hadith, As-salatu imadu al-deen. 
The Salah is the pillar of the deen. Of all the pillars of Islam, the Salah is the pillar of the deen, says Rasulullah. Isn't this important hadith? Man aqamaha faqad aqamad deen. Whosoever, says the Nabi Muhammad, upholds and maintain and champion the Salah, then he has indeed upheld the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Akbar. Look at this important hadith. Look at this uh, um, crucial hadith. Huh? So that we can under, uh, have the correct understanding of the value and the status of the salah. It is the pillar of the deen of Allah. If you've championed and maintained and uphold the deen or the, the salah, then indeed you have upheld the, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Nabi Muhammad says, وَمَنْ هَدَمَهَا فَقَدْ هَدَمَ الدِّينِ And whosoever neglects the salah, then he has destroyed his deen. Ya salam. Now, now take this hadith to your marriage because we're negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Take this hadith to your family, to your family structure. And say to yourself, any family structure who keeps up the salah, who establishes the salah, who are steadfast in the salah, has indeed established a strong family and has indeed established a successful marriage. Wallahi, this is the truth. And, and take the other part of the hadith, and any family who neglects the salah, who fail to look after the salah, who fail to preserve the salah in his family, and his house, then indeed, in actual fact, he has failed his family. He is the cause of the destruction of his family. May Allah protect our families. Amen. My dear ones, because the salah is the pillar of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can rest assured that the shaitan is going to concentrate on you and encourage you in whispering in your heart to neglect the salah. The shaitan will try his utmost best to divert you from the salah. In fact, the Nabi Muhammad says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that if you take wudu, then, then the, 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 the shaitan, he punches in your stomach as to say for you that you have, that you abdas a brick. Huh? So you must take wudu again. And then he wants, he, he frustrates you. Uh, that, this is what the Nabi Muhammad says. The Nabi Muhammad says, at the time of Fajr Salah, at the time of Fajr Salah, the shaitan is there early in the morning to tell you, you don't need to stand up. You still have a long <laughs> evening. Rest. Ya Salam. All to make sure that you are not going to be of those people who upholds the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Jamaat Muslimin, husbands and wives, if you want to have a successful marriage, your first step is to to have a good relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what Muslimin, I've said it in the past, and it is worthwhile to repeat it again. The actual meaning and the deeper meaning of the salah is your direct relationship with Allah. The, the meaning of the salah, according to the Arabic language, is dua. The, the meaning of the salah, according to the fiqh, is it starts with the takbiratul ihram, and it ends with a taslim. It starts with Allahu Akbar and it ends with Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullah and whatever is in between the two, the takbir and the taslim. But what is the deeper meaning of the salah? 
What is the actual meaning of a salah? And this is important to know when you make salah. The actual meaning of the salah is it is your relationship with Allah. It's your connection with Allah. When you, make, when you say Allahu Akbar, you are speaking directly to Allah. That is why the Nabi Muhammad said to us, if a person makes salah, don't walk in front of a person. Why? Because that person is connected to Allah. For you to wait 40 hours or 40 days, it's better than to, to walk in front of the musalli because you're disturbing his <coughs> connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramat Muslimin, the salah is the pillar of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan has promised, he's promised to Allah that I will come and I will come from all sides, from the front, from behind, from the right hand side, from the left hand side, to divert him away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ثُمَّ لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَأَنْ أَيْمَانِهِمْ وَأَنْ شَمَائِلِهِمْ It is recorded in the Quran. لَأُخْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ Oh Allah, I promise by your might and power, I'm going to deceive them. I'm going to divert them. I'm going to cause mischief amongst them. I'm going to mislead them. So, what does mean? Beloved husbands and wives, your, your, your success of your marriage lies with the, with the salah. Imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, The very first thing that you're going to be questioned the day of Qiyamah is your salah. The very first thing that you're going to be questioned the day of Qiyamah is the salah. Please uh, uh, allow me and excuse me if I repeat it for the third time. Because so many Muslims are neglectful with the salah. So many Muslims are neglectful with the salah. I want to repeat what I've said earlier. To, to show that we're not taking Rasulullah serious. And this is now the time. Can you remember two weeks ago? We said that when are we going to decide to give us completely over to Allah? Allah records in the Quran, some people only realize when Malak al-Maut knock on the door. وَأَنْفِكُوا مِمَّا رَزَقَنَاكُمْ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَ أَحَدَكُمُ الْمَوْتُ فَيَقُولَ رَبِّ لَوْلَا أَخَّرْتَنِي إِلَىٰ أَجْلٍ قَرِيبٍ فَأَصَّدَّقَ وَأَكُمْ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ Allah says, spend what we have given you. Not only of money, yes, money is part of it. Spend your energy, your knowledge, your commitment to the community, the commitment to the deen of Allah. وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى Yaub and assist to bring about Morality, dignity, honor, respect in your community and piety. So spend what we have given you before death appears. And then the person is going to say, Allah says in the Quran, then the person is going to say, Oh Allah, if you can just give me a little more time so that I can spend what you have given me, الصالحين, and that I can be of the salihin. Ya Allah, give me more time that I can be steadfast on my salah. I'm not going to miss one salah, Ya Allah. Why must we wait for that time? So what must mean? We just had the janazah in Portland. I just came from the janazah. And, and, the, and the young the son uh, is a, a regular uh, in our masjid. His name is Washfik. His father's name is Rashid, Rashid Tiedersen. He says to me, uh, Sheikh, my father was not sick. He had no illness. He had no illness. 43 years old. Yeah. And he's gone. And then... And then <coughs> As I was uh, uh, driving um, home this morning, 
and, and to buy, buy some, something from one of my friends, uh, apples. I told him about the Janaz. I said to me, Sheikh, did, did, did Sheikh have a young girl in Lentechia, 17 years old, 17 years old on Friday, no illness, she's still at school. She went to sleep and she didn't stand up the next morning. She didn't stand up the next morning. The question is, when are we going to decide that I'm not going to give me completely over to Allah? That is a key question on most probably the last day of Muharram. We're supposed to have worked out already, my dear listeners. We're supposed in this month of Muharram to have worked out what are we going to do different than last year or all the years that have pa- that has passed. What are we going to do different? What are we going to show Allah that we regret of our negligence? But Ya Allah, this year inshallah is going to be the year that we're getting closer to, to you, Ya Allah. We've heard earlier Mawlana Aslam saying to us, the hadith of the Nabi Ali Wasallam, if you come walking to Allah, Allah will come running to you. Allah Akbar. You know what mean coming back to the young girl of 17 years old? That's why I want to remind you, the Nabi Muhammad taught us before you go sleep, you say the following words, Bismikallahumma wa da'atu jambi wa bika arfa'u. In amsakta nafsi, faghfir laha. Wa in arsalta, faghfadha bima taghfadu bi ibadaka salihin. Ya Allah, in your name I'm putting down my side. And tomorrow morning I'm going to raise again with your name. Ya Allah, if you're going to take away my soul while I'm sleeping, have mercy on my soul, Ya Allah. Just imagine, if not you go sleep with that, with that feeling. Because you've got no guarantee you're going to stand up. This girl was 17 years old. Ya Allah, so if you're going to take away my soul, have mercy on my soul, Ya Allah. And if you're going to return my soul, then protect my soul the way you protect the souls of the Salihin. Allahu Akbar. Inshallah, next week, Inshallah, we, we're going to repeat that dua and to make sure that each one of us, we're going to read that dua, that important dua that was been given to us by the greatest leader. O beloved Nabi Muhammad Bismikallahumma wa da'atu jambi wa bika arfa'u O Allah in, in, in your name Ya Allah I'm putting down my side and inshallah tomorrow morning I'm going to raise again my, my side that I'm sleeping on with your name Ya Allah if you're going to take away my soul then please have mercy on my soul Ya Allah and if you're going to return my soul then re- they protect my soul as you protect the souls of the Salihin we're going to go for a quick, quick ad break, inshallah, Sheikh. And uh, when you come back, we'll allow Sheikh to, to continue. As we come to the last few moments in our program for this afternoon, our uh, beloved Sheikh uh, continuing, and that's on the topic of uh, negotiating those favorable and negotiating pathways uh, to successful relationships and marriages, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, my dear beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers. May Allah grant that the rest of our lives is going to be the best of our lives. The question we have asked just before the advertisement break, is when are we going to decide to give us completely over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? As Allah says in the Holy Quran, Inna ma'al usri yusra, inna ma'al usri yusra, fa'idha faraghta fansabah, wa ila rabbika farghabah. And to your Lord, to Allah, give your heart completely over to Allah. When are we going to do that? 
Allah is saying to us in the Quran, Wa ila rabbika farghab. And to your Lord Allah, give your heart over to Allah. We are saying when we are on Hajj, Allah marhamni bi tarki ma'asi abadan ma abqaytani. Oh Allah, have mercy on me by granting me to leave alone disobedience as long as you're going to grant me life in this world. There's a very famous hadith, Jamaat Muslimin. And I want you to see the importance of the hadith and ask the question, why did Rasulullah say to us these words? And this hadith is, the Nabi Muhammad says, there were four people. And of course, the Nabi Muhammad is the top and beyond the four. But Rasulullah is talking to us, these four people for 80 years, for 80 years, they haven't disobeyed Allah in the twinkling of an eye. Nabi Ayyub, Nabi Zakaria, Khizqil, and Yusha ibn Nun. Allah. For 80 years, not in a twinkling of an eye, not in a second, less than a second, have they ever disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now that must be our, our desire, that I don't want to disobey Allah. I don't want to neglect again the salah. Just imagine Allah takes you away the day when you are neglectful of the salah. That is why Allah says in the Quran, يَا أَيُّوَ النَّاسُ يَا أَيُّوَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Oh, oh you believe, fear Allah in the way Allah ought to be feared. That Allah deserves to be feared. And don't die unless you are in a complete state of submission to Allah. I again want to share with you the secret of this ayah. There's a lot of secrets in, 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 in the Quran. And it's open secrets. The secret of this Quran is Allah says, Don't die unless you are in a complete state of submission to Allah. The meaning of this ayah is, the secret is, you must live every day in, with taqwa and submission to Allah. Because you don't know when Allah is going to take you away. Just imagine as human beings are, sometimes we get boring. Uh, I must every day make salam, salam, <laughs> make dhikrullah. Uh, today I'm not going to make salam. And today I'm going to look at a few films and a, a, a naughty films. And just imagine Allah takes you away that day. So that must mean we only live for an hour. Don't be deceived by this world. The enjoyment of this world and this world is nothing else. But the deceiving world, so don't be deceived that this world is a long, it's a long period. It's a very short period in comparison with the Akhirah. And that's why the Nabi Muhammad says, dunya sa'a faj'ala ta'a. The life of this world is like one hour in comparison with the Akhirah. Listen to the second part of the hadith and write it down somewhere. And put it on your phone and WhatsApp to your whole family and friends. And because all of us, we, 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 we are required to give nasiha. The, the second part of the hadith is, Nabi Muhammad says, So make it an obedient hour to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make it an obedient hour to Allah. We are negotiating pathway to a successful marriage. My dear husband and my dear wife, you can only be successful if you are connected to Allah. How can you expect you know, to be successful and you're not, you're not obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Subhanallah. And I want to say today, Jamaat uh, Muslimin, the most probably the, the last day or the second last day of Muharram, let this this year be, uh, inshallah, a great year for the Ummah. And I'm, I'm speaking to everybody. In the sense that if you are still neglectful of the Salah, 
make that decision today from today onwards. Insha'Allah. You're not going to miss one salah. Jamaat Muslimin, I'm, I'm saying these words always with tears in my eyes out of love and concern for you. Just imagine Allah takes you away and you still neglect for the salah. This is the day if you are listening now. This is the time. This is the day to decide. Not longer than today. From now onwards, I'm not going to miss one salah. And if you, my dear sister and brother or mother and father or grandfather and grandmother, if you are steadfast in the salah, then you must make sure that your children make salah. Imagine the Nabi Ali said to Wasallam, went to wake up his beloved daughter that stayed next to him every morning for the salah. Which daughter? Sayyidatina Fatima. One of the first people that will enter the Jannah, the daughter of Rasulullah. And Rasulullah went to wake up his daughter. And what about us? And your daughter don't need to stay next to you or your son don't. There's phone. Allah has given us technology. You can phone them every morning. 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes before Fajr Salah. You make sure that all your children are up for Salah. Then we will have successful families, successful marriages, a successful community. I'm saying again, Jamaat Muslimin, there are too many Muslims that are neglectful of Salah. If it's your family member, if it is your friend, if it's your neighbor, this is now the time for the Ummah to turn around. This is the time for the Ummah to rise to the occasion. Everywhere, they are slaughtering Muslims. May Allah protect our Muslimin. We've just heard now some news that, uh, you know, they want to must to claim that uh, in South Africa is also uh, people of ISIS. We don't know if it's the truth. They just want to badmouth the Muslims. They want to badmouth the Muslims of South Africa. Alhamdulillah, we are of the most fortunate Muslims in the world. They want to, they want to disturb that freedom that we have, that luxury that we have. So with you, inshallah, making that decision that you and your whole family is going to salah, these people are not going to succeed. The fact that Allah has granted us that one of the best Muslim communities in the world, in the world is a Muslim mean of, of South Africa. May Allah preserve us. But inshallah, with your hard work and your dedication to make sure that your children love the deen of Allah and love Rasulullah and love the salah and love the Quran. I just came back also from Jamiyatul Quran. There are nine girls. They are completing not only the memorization of the Quran, they, 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 like we call tamat. The tamat is they are being tested in the whole Quran, anywhere in the Quran. Allahu Akbar, that is a great achievement. That is a miracle. May Allah increase, especially our girls, to memorize the Holy Quran. Alhamdulillah. This is Cape Town. This is South Africa. Alhamdulillah. Allah has blessed us. So, Jamaat Muslimin, you make that effort that you perform your salah and your children make the salah. And maybe it is high time that parents take their children to the masjid for the salah. Imagine the activities and, uh, you know, the, 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 the liveliness and, and the spirit of Muslimin moving to the masjid, moving to the masjid. I mean, in, in, in Makkah, Wallahi, sometimes I just stand, I stand still and just look at the flow of the river of Muslimin. Muslimin going to the haram. It is the coolness of the eyes. It's such a beautiful sight to see the Muslimin moving to the haram. The, har, the Makkah is alive. Islam is alive. Now just imagine we're going to do it here in Cape Town. Instead of making salah at home, we, you as a mother and the father, yes, the mother and the father, because the mothers of the mu'minin, the wives of Rasulullah, they used to make especially fajr salah in the masjid of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But dear listeners, we are still negotiating pathways 
to a successful marriage. And I want, once again want to say, who is responsible or ask who is responsible? And the answer is, the father and the mother is, are responsible. And of the two parents, who carries the main responsibility? And the answer is not the mother, no, the father. The father carries the main responsibility to make sure that your family is going to be a successful family. What, what does it mean of success? Does it mean that your, your family is going to earn a lot of money? If there is money, alhamdulillah, but that is what, what we refer to. Successful family and a successful marriage are people that are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So once again, my dear brother, that you as a father, you are, you are mainly responsible for, for, for carrying out and making sure that your children will grow up in the obedience of Allah. And listen to what Allah says in the Quran. Wa'mur ahlaka bis-salati wastabir alayha. Order your family. Allah speaking not to the mother. Allah speaking to the sultan of the house, the father. And Jamaat al-Muslimin, unfortunately, and if I'm wrong, please forgive me. If I'm wrong, I'm saying again, please forgive me. But it seems that the father has, 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 has left the responsibility to the mother. Everything the mother must do. No, you must take the lead. You must take the lead. And, and, and it, it seems that fathers think that as long as I work and I see to the money of my family, I've done my responsibility. No, you haven't done your complete responsibility. That is part of your responsibility. And, and, and speaking about the father taking the responsibility of going to work and see to the needs of the family, it brings us to another point. Like Molona Tari Leek says, uh, in the past, our mothers and our fathers, their main concern, the main concern was the akhirah, the deen and akhlaq of our children, not the dunya. And uh, they used to say to us, this is what Molona Tari Leek says, because respect in manira than kanjiri world travel. But, but it seems that in today's time, because mother and father are working, because we've got so many financial responsibilities, we've neglected the protection of the Iman of our children. And that is why in the hadith, the meaning of the hadith is Allah will grant the mother the same that Allah has granted shaheed. What's the meaning of shaheed? Shaheed goes straight to Jannah. Why does the shaheed go straight? Because he gave his life to defend the Iman of the Ummah. Now the mother will, will get the same, go straight to Jannah because... She was there at home to preserve the Iman of her children. What is happening today? Because of, of, of financial responsibilities, mother and father work and the children are alone at home. Jamaat Muslim, I'm being, I'm being very open and frank. But so many children, because there's nobody at home, their children are sexually active. It's difficult for me to say it, but I must say it. Because there's no protection. How many young girls are not young girls anymore? Because the mothers are not there to protect. So either, uh, my, 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 my dear brothers and sisters, we as a Muslim community, we must, we must sit around the table and discuss what are we going to do for the future of our children. If, for example, the mother must go work, make sure if your child comes out of home, or, or you know, either you, you, you work from home, there are many ways to make money. Sometimes, our people are working so hard early in the morning, but they just make it with their money. 
And sometimes there are women at home that work from home and Allah grant a lot of barakah in that money. It's even more profitable for them to be at home and they are looking after the iman of their children. Now what must mean uh, our time is up. We make dua Allah subhanahu wa must grant we as fathers and mothers that we take the responsibility to make a success of our marriage, to make Amen. a success Amen. of our families. I want to conclude Allah says in the Quran, "Adaudu billahi min shaitan rajim, ya iwaladina amanu ku amfusakum wa ahlikum nara." We we spoke earlier about taking Rasulullah serious. Now, how serious are we taking Allah? Subhanallah. Allah says, "Oh, you believe? Ku amfusakum wa ahlikum nara. Save yourselves and save your families from the fires." And Allah is first speaking to the fathers. You as a father, you must fear Allah first. You must be an example. How can you chase your children in masjid and you go down to masjid? How can you hit your children for smoking and you are smoking since your child was born? You have been no example. How can you expect uh, you know, decency from your children and you are insulting your wife in front of your children? You are swearing at your wife in front of your children. No, you must set the example. This is a time to change. This is a time for the ummah to rise to the occasion. The Wallahi, I swear by Allah and I'm ending now. The Ummah is in need of each one of us. Each one of us. We must come to the table. We must rise to the occasion. This is the time now to change. And if we are going to change, inshallah, the change of Allah, Allah will bring about change, inshallah. So we end off. Inna Allah la yughayruma bikawmin hatta yughayruma bi'anfusim. Allah will never change the condition of a people unless they, they change. Now we always translate it in the negative way. No, we must, we must translate it in a positive way. We must say, indeed, if we are going to change, if you and me are going to change, Allah will bring change, inshallah. So with these words, uh, uh, my dear mothers and fathers, allow me once again to say to you, I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may Allah, because of our love for one another, put us on members of Noor the day of Qiyamah. And once again, the last words of Rasulullah, because out of his love and concern that all of us go to Jannah, his last words was, As-salah, as-salah, the salah, preserve the salah. And with that salah, inshallah, Allah will grant us success in this world and success in the akhirah, inshallah. Ameen, ameen. Shukran so much to Sheikh. Allah preserve Sheikh and grant Sheikh also long life, inshallah, good, excellent health as well. Sheikh can always be with us. Ameen. Um, just at the, quickly, this message here, it says, uh, Salam, plain and simple, but valuable advice. Shukran, may Allah reward you, inshallah. Ameen. It's not just for people who are married, but everyone. The valuable advice that she, she had shared with us this afternoon. Then uh, this person says, my wife, Slamat on your birthday. Aisha is his wife's name. Slamat on your birthday and our anniversary. Looking forward to another 21 years of bliss. You are genuinely a great wife and mom from your house. We have to conclude. And uh, until we meet again, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.